Kylie McDaniel from Fangraphs.com, and on the other line, Wonder Twin Powers Activate. It's Meg Rowley and Eric Longenhagen. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I was going to put the word sad in there somewhere, but that, that felt like I'd be burying the lead that you guys are so two, two people. We're we're the Wonder Twins? It's not the two of you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, our whole thing, that's old. That, that, that's okay. so 2000 late, Meg. Okay. So if you're Have we known each other that long? <laughs> no. Um, okay. I'm sick of it too, I guess, comparatively. But see, I had plans of like the two of you, like Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen style, with like the It Takes Two. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, that just was, to be clear, that was the backup. we are a money making brand, but in terms of like liking each other, it's a no. Aww. It's a hard, hard pass for me. Shlemiel. Shlemazel. <laughs> It's become such a revealing Friday. Yeah, like, I, I don't know, maybe the three of us could be uh, some sort of classic combination, like uh, peanut butter and jelly and protein bars or something. Oh, geez, that that merits explanation. I eat a lot of protein bars. I don't, I don't think this is surprising anybody. If you're wondering, I know a guy, we could get the uh, Three Amigos costumes. Oh. It's a good Halloween, Halloween that would, thing. That would be good. I'll have to get the HR buzzer ready to go. Um, so if you're listening to this and you're like, why, why, why is Meg here? Um... <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> well, because it's usually me and Eric, or Eric and I even, because you're an editor. I got to police myself. Um, it's because we have a time, time sensitive, time appropriate, time. Um, yeah, time appropriate activity we'd like to partake in, which is the a March Madness themed draft of current major league base, active major league baseball players. We're each going to pick five of them, snake draft style, and then uh, we will then go to Twitter and have everyone vote who has the best team if they were to play heads up. In a round robin basketball tournament, and you can't pick minor leaguers and you can't pick retired players. They got to be active current big leaguers. And so no Chris Young. Nope, no Chris Young. Can't get AJ Puck, Jordan Adams. I guess Kyler Murray kind of wouldn't even count anyway. Um, Force Whitley. There, there's some guys that I think make some sense that if you know right. maybe just a year from now or a year in the past, Mark yeah. Hendrickson would be another one. Uh, yeah. Aaron Boone for an ACL playing basketball. AJ Preller, an executive, doesn't count. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I th- I considered Preller. I was like, okay. <laughs> There's a reason there are basketball courts on the Padres' backfields. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Um. So we decided ahead of time that we'll do snake draft style. Myself, then Eric, then Meg, and then Meg again, and right. then and then heading back, and we'll each get five players, which would be 15 players, and then I guess it'll be over then. And then yeah, it'll be over. That that'll be all. And we should clarify that we are. Uh, making an assumption that uh, the people we draft can just play basketball. Yes. The, uh, yeah, I guess the, uh, the thing I said before uh, we started recording is that there is a handful, maybe a half dozen players who have some level of demonstrated basketball ability. I would imagine they are all going to go at the beginning. And then I think the back half of the draft will be people that we think would be good at basketball. And we have no idea if they've ever even played before. The assumption you're making about the front end of the draft is that I did sufficient prep which is definitely not true, but I appreciate your faith in me. It's inspiring. Well, like I said, there's only like six or seven, so if you didn't do any prep, I'll just get three of them, and then I'll have to get two players where I'm guessing two. So, yeah, sure. I don't think it'll be that big of a difference. Um, okay. Anyway, so we'll get this thing underway. Uh, with my first pick, I'm going to pick Amir Garrett. Eric, is that the guy you were talking about? Yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah. Eric said he assumed that one player would be at the top of everyone's list. Um, I don't. I know he played at St. John's, and he was pretty good, and what is he, like 6'6"? Six, six? And... I don't think anybody else on the board like actually played at a real high level Division One school, so that puts him like a tier ahead of everybody else. Is that what you had too? Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he's six six, two eleven, and 
I'm pulling up his college stats now at St. John's. Uh, but yeah, I don't think anybody else has played this level of basketball. He played t- like an average of 23 minutes a game in two seasons at St. John's. Um, and he averaged like six points, five rebounds, something like that. So, but you know, it's a Division One basketball player. Uh, and so, yeah, he was at the very top of my list too, just because of that. He he would be probably what at six six. He's are we announcing positions? I guess is that uh, yeah. Is, that, I, is there flexibility? I had done it as point guard, wing, and big was how I categorized yeah. them, and so he'd he'd be okay. a wing. Although in this, like basically the tallest player you could draft would be only a couple inches taller than him, so he might be considered a big. But I guess he's pretty right. Big. I mean, he played wing. At, at, oh, I think he's a big dude. Yeah, he yeah. would. I'd end up having him like three four. Like he's like a stretch four type, I guess. Yes, so I will take stretch for Amir Garrett slash left-handed reliever if we play a pickup baseball game afterwards. All right. Uh, second pick, I'm taking CC Sabathia to as one of my bigs. He's also six six. Uh, I don't know where he's at weight wise right now, but it has been up around three bills. But just like uh, of all the guys with real size on my pref list, this is the most athletic. Uh, Obviously, just like one of the better pitchers um, of the aughts, and especially those late 2000s years with like Milwaukee after the deadline and the Yankees, like the command really was what impressed me. Like, you know, this is a remarkable athlete for this size. So, uh, this probably CC is going to play center for me, I think, um, even at 6'6, 300. And just of all the, I thought there was the biggest gap between him. And the other guys who uh, I had evaluated at like that position, so that's who I went with. Was there a long debate in your war room about this pick? <laughs> what did uh, Archie have to say? The war, I, the <laughs> war room is a great uh, way of describing an anxious person's brain. <laughs> <laughs> there was a war of sorts, but yeah, there was. I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at the other guys who I've got like under my little five column. Uh, and there are dudes who are who are definitely taller than six six, uh, but no one who like no one who is just as athletic as CC has been. Like, just part, there's a reason he's he's pitched for what nineteen seasons now, parts of nineteen big league seasons or something like that. So uh, he's he's remarkable. Uh, real quick aside, I just realized that one of the next couple guys on my list played in the big leagues in 2018, but is currently a free agent. So that would make him ineligible, correct? <laughs> No, it's fine. No, it's fine. Okay. We're not going to be that fussy. They're not retired. Right. Yeah. They're still potentially active. I have, Yeah, I have found no evidence of a retirement. They're signable. Meg, what do you got? It's me, Meg. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to take... Uh, oh, I hope I'm not violating <laughs> the rules of this draft with my first pick. You can tell me. D- does... Uh, does Max Posey count as a big leaguer? He's gone back and forth between AAA and the I think bigs. he's on the 40, man. We can use 40, man, yeah. I guess. So I'm taking can. Max, who's 20,000 feet tall. Uh, I will play him at center. I don't know that he is especially athletic, having seen him move around the mound. My guess is no. But I also think he's, like, uh, like what, the tallest active uh, major leaguer at the moment, I think, is where he stands. I believe he's so, my- yeah. Very rigorous uh, research. So, uh, you know, he'll stand there and, like, step a foot to the left or right, and we'll hope that that's good enough. So that's that pick. And then, oh, I got to go again. (laughs) It's Meg again. It's me again. 
again, it's still me. Um, okay, I'm I'm taking a moment to engage in some record keeping so that we know what we're doing here. Um, I am going to take with my next pick Tim Anderson. I'm going to play him in a wing. I don't know. He's tall and it, but you know, not super tall, athletic, uh, pretty rangy. I'm good with Tim. I don't have more to say about. I would say he he was on my list of guys that have some demonstrated level of basketball ability. He was a junior college player. See, I actually did a ton of research. It was a lie the whole time. (laughs) Are are you Kaiser Sozaing us right now? Oh no. Okay, I've I'm done now. I have fulfilled my. Anderson was on my list too. Um, So yeah, he was on. He's in the list. Oh man, do I want to take someone from this group now, or do I just want to wait until? Well, yeah. To to clarify, Tim Anderson to buy you a minute. The reason he was not drafted his freshman year of junior college is because he came out late because of basketball. So it's actually basketball kept him from getting paid one year earlier and getting drafted one year earlier. What what a what a smart GM I am. I am the best GM there's ever been. You're getting you're getting a. A high, a high fatigue Meg in this podcast. Want to see where it goes? <laughs> Playing real loose here. Uh, I'm running on caffeine as well. Uh, I'm going to take Shohei Otani. It's just another big athlete, 6'4". Uh, I screenshotted, was, was it in a spring training start from last year maybe, when there was a, like a Baltimore chop directly above his head that he like full extension leaps uh, directly up off the mound to try to, to get. Uh, and the gap between his toes and the mound is like, it's pretty incredible. Um, he, again, like really what we're basically doing here is like draft five of your, the best big league athletes of assorted size, like is really sort <laughs> of, I think what this exercise is getting at, or as I look at my list, it's how it shook out. Um, and yeah, like this is just someone who has surprised me with what he's been able to do baseball wise, uh, by doing both, um, successfully last year for a while before he got hurt. So I'm going to take him. I have him slotted like in the three, four area. I think he'll end up at one of those spots, but I'm not sure which one yet. So, uh, I have a couple interesting choices to make here. Um, I'm going to take first uh with these two picks i'm gonna take Giancarlo stanton god damn it um i found an article written by bleacher report and two of the quotes from his high school basketball coach is quote it was like watching charles barkley and the other (laughs) one was we had three d1 players uh on our team and he outshined all of them so i he never got an offer to play basketball he had an offer to play defensive end at usc he's also very good at baseball and so it sounds like his skills do translate to the hardwood, and I wanted to get one more big guy before all of the big guys are gone. You you wanted to run the risk that a person who looks like a demigod might be good at basketball? You were willing to go out on that branch? Well, again... Go out on that limb all by yourself? I think there are guys, maybe not the same kind, but are comparable athletically, if not the same size, that we just don't know if they played basketball, and we know this guy has played basketball. So he goes sure. to the top of that list. Um, the other pick I will take, who is also an insane athlete of a different sort, is Mookie Betts, who appears to be world-class at every sport he's ever tried before, including, obviously, as everyone knows, um, bowling. Um, he, there's, like, videos. I found an article about his basketball ability 
Um, and he's apparently a really good shooter and can dunk, and we already know he's fast. And so I feel like he'd be a really good point guard for my team. Yeah, Mookie was very high on my list. He's he's at the top of the, hey, it just seems like this person is good at everything he does category. Uh, that, like, Baker Mayfield category of human being. Or even a Kylie um, McDaniel, if you were going to really go out on a list. Does it, see, here's the difference between you and I. We both are thinking that, <laughs> but you say it. Yeah. I've learned to be shameless. I used to be timid, and now I am the opposite. Never uh, in your life. I have several guys in that category, so I'm going to take one of them as well. I'm going to take Zach Granke, which is like an immediately team chemistry red flag, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's one way to like, put it. Especially considering that he's probably going to be my point guard and, like, has to uh, <laughs> He's going to go mope in the corner for the whole 24-second clock. Right, there's, there's a communicative aspect of that. Um, uh-huh. But this speaking of, of a guy who is just good at everything, like, this is another one of those elite on-mound athletes who, despite the fact that the VLO has come down, is still able to succeed and... Uh, is like was was a great high school athlete of uh, repute, punting and doing all sorts of like ridiculous things. So he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be my point guard. Um, he's also one of the rare guys where if you can throw ninety plus in high school and are noted for having plus command in high school, you're probably just like very good at like fine motor skills. Right. right. Yeah. Which includes shooting, so, obviously. I took him over. Individuals who like I'm kind of worried I might have a matchup issue now with um, <laughs> with the length with I've got. Yeah, Stanton and Garrett. Stanton's kind of his own physical beast. Like I'm not sure there's anyone in, on my my prep list who I'm like, oh, I could just stick this guy on Stanton and be fine. That, that's so what Bill Raftery's going to say about my team is we're a matchup problem. Uh, oh, it's me. Uh, it's going to be me twice. So uh, I'm going to take. Aaron Judge. I'm making notes so that we actually know who are on these teams. Um, I just feel like, you know, you look at Aaron Judge and it's a weird thing. We, we've we joked a lot uh, as like the baseball commentariat about the pictures of him standing next to Altuve at second base. And it's like, oh, this is funny because there's this gap. But you look at Judge and the funniest thing about him existing in that picture is like isn't this person too good of an athlete to be playing baseball (laughs) like isn't shouldn't he be engaged in a sport that has uh slightly more contact and despite the fact that he can i think rob home runs just by standing there uh seems like he'd have a reasonable jump uh and certainly runs better than a guy his size should um so we're taking judge and then i guess i have to go again don't i you have to. Um, I do have to. That is a thing I have to do. I am going to take. Uh, I'm going to take Francisco Lindor to play point guard because I just uh, I think that the like a, assortment of skills that he has there indicate to me that he would uh, you know be a good ball distributor. He could probably shoot well from the outside. Uh, he's shifty. And wiggle his way through uh, into the lane. So yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Lindor. Also in my this guy just seems like he's good at everything category. Yeah. Yep. Him yeah. and him and one other player that I think will get taken were the two guys where I was like, no evidence they played basketball. I'm almost certain he'd be good though. Yeah. Okay, I've got two roster spots left. I think Otani is firmly my 
power forward now. Uh, I'm going to take... Boy. I have, like, a, I have a low center of gravity category. <laughs> Wait, should we talk about strategies? Because I had a couple different categories of guys that I'm not going to pick, but I was thinking if I'm just trying to win, these sorts of guys win at pickup basketball, which I think is an interesting category. Yeah, yeah. M- mine, I was, had a cat- mine was guys that I have a- sharp elbows and start fights. Sure. And, you have, like, Ruggie sm- Odor at the top of that yeah, list? Yeah, and smell bad. Yeah, it was, like, him, Edwin Encarnacion, and Nelson Cruz. I was like, no one's going to score against those guys because they'll, like, lose... Like, you know, an orbital socket or something. Oh, right, yeah. It's so like, weird. how can I build the baseball version of the Bad Boy Pistons? It's like with <laughs> Nelson Cruz's biceps and, like, yeah. Uh, I'm going to take – oh, man. For my low center of gravity category, I'm going to take David Freeze. Um Yusmero Petit and Jose Ramirez are also in this category for me, but Freeze is like an elite – hands uh infield defender so i think i'm gonna stick this guy at the three and kind of turn him into a little bit of a point far forward someone who like just like passes to uh otani and my final pick cutting off like off of screens that cc sabathia sets <laughs> the <fuck? laughs> uh so yeah i'm gonna take david freeze he's gonna be my he's gonna be at the three for me so i am trying to choose between uh two we'll say smaller players uh one of them is 30 and one is 32 so i guess we'll just take the younger one uh the younger one will be d gordon who had a scholarship offer to play basketball at louisville which i did not know until i started googling around i didn't know that either he's listed at 511 170 but he does not feel like he's that big uh no i mean he's one of those guys where i i know for a fact that like d gordon is both uh bigger physically than i am and weighs more than i do but you watch him play baseball i'm like what does he have like i don't know 20 pounds on me maybe and it's more than that but it feels like it shouldn't be he's so slight like i would have guessed like five nine one sixty if i had to guess yeah i would have guessed 160 as well because it does seem like um like his jersey does create more wind resistance than is necessary for someone of his body type. Like as he runs, you can kind of see right. that the jersey is kind of parachuting. The, uh, the belt is doing work there. The right. belt is important to that all hanging together. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those guys who I do wonder if like, what if someone made like an athleisure type, uh, you know, if he wore spandex pants to to run, like would he be appreciably faster because he's, you know... He's one of those guys who would run a four three forty at the combine in shorts, and but you put pads and a helmet on him, and he doesn't play that fast. Right. He just doesn't have the. He just can't carry it. We, can, we could dress him like the freeze. See how it goes. So you took D Gordon. Uh, yeah. And then my last pick um, had a scholarship offer out of high school to play basketball at Georgia Tech, uh, and that is the player I was referring to, who is still technically a free agent, um, uh, Austin Jackson. Oh, that's a good pick. He yeah. was. He was going to be a rambling wreck from Georgia Tech? He was, until the Yankees paid him to not do that. Now now he'll never be a hell of an engineer. (laughs) That's true. Why do I know the fight song? I'm moving on from that. (laughs) I actually know the Alabama fight song includes uh, sending the Yellow Jackets to a watery grave, which seems like a weird way to kill... I don't know. You could swat them too, but I guess we're going to my. It's because my best friend in grad school's parents went to Georgia Tech, so we watched a lot of Georgia Tech football, so we learned the fight line. The whole thing. All right. My, uh, my last pick is I need like a vertical athlete. 
um, my team's version of like Russell Westbrook, someone who can uh, do damage at the rim. Because I just don't think I don't have any feel for how any of these guys are going to shoot. So uh, I'm going to take Ketel Marte. Oh, that's a good choice. Who's just you know very explosive, like tightly wound, multi-positional athlete. Just what my team needs, and some of the other guys I have on here that kind of fit that bill are like uh, Jacoby Jones, yeah, and I guess Jackie mm-hmm. Bradley Jr. Perhaps, um, but I'm going to take Marte. Uh, with the f- with my final pick, I am going to take. This might be really dumb, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to take Joey Gallo. Uh who I'm envisioning as sort of like a, I don't know, three, four blend. Because, uh, like, that dude should not be able to play the outfield well, and he can. He shouldn't be a good base runner, but he is. Uh, and, you know, you don't have to strike out at all when you're playing basketball. So I think that it'll be fine. He, he's one Are there of those any guys- clear- Go ahead. I would say he's one of those guys that in high school had like uh, if you like combine sort of hitting and pitching tool grades together was like one of the greatest collections of those of all time. Right. It's just it's a uh, in a very different way, I guess. I mean, in a different way than like what Judge can do. He's just athletic in a way you don't expect him to be, and uh, you know, I, I'm Italian, so I gotta draft one of those, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, Joey Gallo. There we go. I'm looking through the NBA's like uh, player pages on the, on NBA.com where they have height and weight, and there's nobody. Joey Gallo is listed at six five two thirty five. There's nobody on here that is exactly that. Everybody is like he is a rare physical beast, even for right. professional basketball. I feel like Charles Barkley uh, was about that size. Ma- Malcolm Brogdon with Milwaukee is six five two thirty. He's the closest that I've seen so far. Um, so you can kind of get an idea of like what kind of like Malcolm Brogdon's kind of a a mauler who can score, you know. So, yeah, um, yeah guys, that's pretty interesting. Do you guys who still have else? guys on your list? Do you want to just do like one more tap one sub? Oh, I could, sure. I got sure, a yeah, go ahead. Stuff, so I'll I'll go as long as you want. Kylie, why don't you? We don't have to snake on this round. I'm fine. You, you yeah, can just go talk ahead. about who who else you have. I yeah. guess listed. So yeah, I had it narrowed down to two. Um, Patrick Corbin, there is a uh, sort of popular video of him reverse dunking, and apparently he played in junior college, which I had no idea, um, and I would have never guessed he could do that. Um, and the other one was Mike Trout. There's a video of him, like, you know, liking basketball and shooting and, like, dunking from almost a standing um, start. So I think I'd take Trout. Yeah. I feel like he Yeah, one of us probably would take Trout. Yeah. So I'll, I'll take Trout. One of you guys can take Corbin. <laughs> didn't, didn't Trout put a basketball hoop in the – uh, clubhouse, and then Sosha made him take it down. That sounds am like Sosha, yeah. That am funny. I misremembering that story? Yeah. I have uh... a... Oh, the last guy that was on my sort of like top 10 pref list that wasn't mentioned yet was uh, Billy Hamilton, who apparently was scoring like 40 points a game in high school right. in, in yeah. Mississippi. Yeah, I have Hamilton on my list too. I also had the other potential like uh, fives I had were Dellen Batances. Yeah, yep. he was on my um, list. Tyler Glass now. Yep. And uh, Jake DeGrom, too, another guy who was just, you know, like a two-way player in high school with some size and length, like a Sean Marion type of defender who I could just kind of stick on anybody and probably get away with it. Then I had, like, Mike Leake. Mm-hmm. 
just like let me take you know these guys with elite body control and um, there's also the son of Michael Thompson, it. Trace Thompson. I feel like he'd probably be oh yeah, that's right, Trace Thompson. And I guess what is he, the brother of Clay Thompson? Yeah, he's Clay Thompson's yes. brother. I had uh, sort of on the smaller end. I thought Benintendi might be a good point guard. I had Benintendi on this list. Uh, Malik Smith fell into that category also because the I don't know. I just feel like he'd be a good ball distributor. I thought Didi Gregorius might make a good shooting guard. He's so much bigger than you expect him to be, yeah. but yep. um, what else did I have? You did Batansis. Locane was on this list. Yep, he's on mine. Cameron Maben was on this list. Yep. Uh, Astadio was on this list just because I thought it would be funny. <laughs> that was another one of my strategies is just get popular internet people, get like yeah, Cologne I was like, and Astadio. <laughs> I was like, maybe I'll just put Estadio on this, and then when we take it to Twitter, everyone will like my roster the best just because everyone loves him so much. <laughs> He's uh, no longer at the top of the searched players. Of- I know. It lasted a long time. He was yeah. there for the better part of a day. When we oh, did the Mets list, I hoped, that he, I hoped that he and his brother would both at least get on to the... Yeah. The, you should have be simultaneously on the major and minor league players' uh, columns in the search bar, but... We didn't get there. Maybe next year. I heard that tell- was his mother's number one hope is that they, both of her sons could could get on the search bar at Fangraphs. I mean, sometimes people have very specific goals. <laughs> I like that we have fallen into the time of year where it's like, oh, who started yesterday or is scheduled to start today? Those are the people who are definitely at the top of our search functions right now. It's like yep. people really into Matt Shoemaker again all of a sudden. <laughs> Do we want to recap our teams real quick? I'll go first. I've got... Uh, Granky and Ketel Marte at the guard spots. I've got David Fries and Shohei Otani at the forward spots. And then CC Spathia, my first round pick, is at the five. That's against what? Oh, and who's your sixth man, Eric? Oh, I, did I just kind of list them and not take one? I guess. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I didn't take, actually take one either. <laughs> I guess I'll take uh, Billy Hamilton. Who did you take again, Kylie? Sorry, my record job. keep. Oh, right, you took Trout. Uh, I will take... Uh, I'm not going to actually take Estadio. That's dumb. Uh, I'll take Batantis, I guess. Um, love the degree of record-keeping I'm engaging in in this really important exercise that we yeah, have. Yeah, it's appropriate. Uh, took 45 minutes on Sweet 16 day to, to do it. Yeah. We, this, this idea was hatched in January... And yes. then we were just like... My list was made in February. <laughs> Kylie has been trying to do this draft since the driveline pro day. <laughs> Unfortunately, these two people were trying to do work, and I was trying to find ways to turn this into Sorry. a work. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, I'll, I'll recap mine. So I got uh, Posey at center, and then for guards, Tim Anderson and Lindor, and then forwards of Judge and Gallo, and then I have Batances in reserve. And I have... Stanton as the center, Garrett, and I guess Austin Jackson as my forwards, and then Mookie Betts and D. Gordon as guards, and then Mike Trout as my super sub. Um, I would also say real quick, as some other names that were on my list that hadn't been mentioned yet, uh, Brad Week, who I believe is like 6'10 with the Padres. No evidence he's actually played basketball before, so I didn't take him. Uh, Corey Seager, Christian Yelich. Lewis Brenson, Carlos Correa, Troy Tulowitzki, George Springer, 
all seem like they'd be good. Delano DeShield's sister plays in the WNBA, so I feel like he would probably be good. And then yeah. the guy that I was mentioning earlier when um, when Meg took Lindor is I thought somebody would take Javi Baez because he seems like he would be good at basketball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Along with Byron Buxton, I... Aaron Hicks, J.P. Crawford, I had Springer. Andrew yeah. yeah, I had Springer on my list. I thought Andrew Tolles might be good. Yeah, it's like a guard. Uh, yeah. And then I have Thor. <laughs> yeah. And I think the last one we didn't we didn't talk about was Mark Hendrickson, who I believe actually played in the NBA, but he retired I think a couple years ago. Yeah, and there's so many other prospects yeah. too who would be way at the top. Like Monte Harrison would be at the top of my my o- list. O'Neill Cruz, Forrest Whitley, Matt, Matt Manning. Manning, Matt Manning, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the prospect team. I true or false? The prospect team would of five, like the best that we could collectively put together, would probably beat any of our fives. Yeah, I would probably do like. Jordan Adams, Monte Harrison, AJ Puck, O'Neill Cruz, Whitley. Yeah, it would be pretty competitive. Yeah. You could just have all tall guys that would right. be just as good as any of our tall guys. Yeah, I we're guess probably that's forgetting we the prospects, too, who like played multiple sports. Right. Um, Pat Connaughton, or Connaughton. Oh, yeah, that's right. Connaughton. <laughs> He's in the NBA. And then the, uh, I think, think the retired team would also be pretty good if you just take all those guys in their prime. Like, yeah. Was Kenny Dave, Lofton? Yeah, wasn't like Dave well, Winfield drafted like, in the NBA, I want to say? Who say that again? Wasn't Dave Winfield drafted in the NBA or was going yeah. to be? Or, yeah, he seemed like he yeah, was. Winfield was drafted in all three sports, right? Tony Gwynn played in the NBA. Kenny I mean, Lofton played guard at U of A. How are we counting Jordan in this exercise? Like, <laughs> Right, yeah. And then I just think Brian Jordan and Deion Sanders. Like, I'm sure they could have played those sports right. too. Yep. Bo Jackson, yeah. All right, well, it feels like we mentioned 7,000 players and then limited ourselves to drafting six. <laughs> so, well, yeah, so that that was the concept I had. I think it went the way I intended. I'm very happy with this, but I feel like we also have a bunch of other things to be doing. So this is the very... No, I don't. Kylie, I don't. Uh-oh. I'm done today. I'm done for today. Well, then let me, let me send you some messy copy to look over. Go away from me. <laughs> never come back. Can I just say before we go that this is... The time of year for sports that, like, growing up was my absolute favorite mm-hmm. uh, with the tournaments going and baseball starting and the NFL draft around the corner and the NBA and hockey playoffs around the corner. Like, this is the best time of year to be a sports fan. The weather's uh, just turning, yeah. Yeah, it is really – it's great. So I hope everyone's enjoying it. And Fangraphs is posting high-speed video on their new Instagram page. <laughs> And everyone yeah. should go check that out because it's Albert very cool. <laughs> <laughs> and if it doesn't work for prospects, he can use it at home. <laughs> tennis swing will be very tight. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go spray Scout with water just so I can get the slow mo for shaking the water off of her with the camera. Yes, we are not above that. Everyone will enjoy it. It's good to have happy dogs on Instagram. That is the entire purpose of Instagram. It's that or babies. So, yeah, dog I'm- away. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not part of that baby hive right now. All right. Well, that has been uh, whatever episode this is of the most ambitious crossover event in Fangraphs audio slash Mc, untitled McDingdongnagan podcast history. <laughs> We're doing great. Yeah. May, maybe I'm tired now too. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll all see you guys collectively.